You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload. It's an audio-based show that's strong to the finish when it eats its pop and geek culture news. <laughs> I'm Cody. <laughs> I am what I am, and what I am is Sam. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Thank you. That was Thank good. You. Um, I guess I'm I'm the smallest, so I guess I'm Sweet Pea. I was gonna say uh, the, the one that likes the cheeseburgers. No, I want to be that one. Oh, you want to be? Uh, you want to be the wimpy? Wimpy, wimpy? Yeah. yeah, nice. Oh, okay. gladly I'd, pay yeah, you. T- gladly pay you tomorrow for a cheeseburger, cheeseburger today. today or Tuesday. Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, thank you all for tuning into the show this week. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out. And the masters of the universe. That was an outtake from last week's show. Oh, wow. <laughs> that I, I isolated and cleaned up a little bit. Man, I kind of forgot we did that. Yeah. That was a surprise. Yeah. That I was thought awesome. <laughs> there for like a second, I thought you actually like, you know, pulled something from the old cartoon, but then I heard like nope. my voice. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I wasn't on that show. <laughs> was I? <laughs> I mean, I would have sounded like, you know, goo goo gaga. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I will do mine very quickly because I don't have a lot to talk about with it. I went and watched Snake Eyes, colon, a G.I. Joe's origin. That's the entire title. That is it. That's the best they could do. That's the best they could they, do. They never went. That's a little rough. That's a little hard to say. Maybe do another pass on that nope, title. That's what it is. Or maybe Snake just, Eyes. Or, or, or just go with Snake Eyes. Yeah. No, People know who Snake Eyes is. Snake maybe Eyes. Not. A G.I. Joe story. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad we're making jokes about this because I will be honest. The movie was perfectly fine. I enjoyed myself. But I am hard pressed to remember anything that happened within uh, the film. So it's kind of boring, or not even boring. I mean, the fight scenes were competent. The actors were fine. There was some comedy bits, and it was perfectly acceptable. So is this your your action ninja sh- ninja movie? It is like just one unit of action movie. Like there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing out of the like way crazy it hits every beat like at the exact beat that you think it's going to hit oh so it's predictable it's it's painfully predictable Mm. i'll have one hollywood action film please that's exactly (laughs) it it is it you know what and it comes out of a soft serve. It's like a soft serve. I was, well, I was going to say, like, it's the McDonald's of yeah. Hollywood action You know films. exactly what you're getting. You, yeah, it's it's not the best. It's not the worst. It'll fill you up, <laughs> and it does its job. <laughs> but walking out of the theater, I was having trouble remembering scenes Oof. that happened within the film. That's pretty bad when, like, nothing really <laughs> sticks out to you. At least when we watch Ninja Turtles, we had plenty of stuff to be mad about. Yeah. It, I, did word, you take a blow to the head during the film? I, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I mean, the the movie it nods to a couple of things. He's uh, the majority of the film is spent with Snake Eyes, who they don't give a name to. He is a nameless character. They just call him Snake Eyes. 
just was, no matter what is this him joining his ninja clan or he's already in the ninja clan it's him when he first joins the ninja clan and also kind of the destruction of the ninja clan and With storm shadow storm shadow being out ousted from the ninja clan mm. but the movie ends with spoilers the movie ends with storm shadow becoming a bad guy mm. because he wasn't because he used a magical MacGuffin to stop the bad guy attacking the ninja clan but because the ninja clan took a vow to never use the magical MacGuffin, he is no longer in line to become the next like Hokage, like <laughs> the ninja next, master man. The, the next, the next leader of the clan. So he gets mad and goes to uh, uh, Cobra, basically. Mm. Cobra. Uh, they don't. Cobra shows up. Uh, the Baroness plays a not insignificant role in the film, mm. and that's hey. I mean. Yeah, I can't go wrong with can't the Baroness. Go wrong with the Baroness. Um, Scarlet is in it as as the as the GI Joe recruiter, recruiter officer, re- kind yeah. of recruiter officer, played by um, not Margot Robbie, the other one, oh, the other one that looks just like yeah. Margot Robbie. Oh, from uh, Bill and Ted's. Yeah, and oh. also um, chess show, right? No, no, not not the chess show. She was in that horror movie, Samara Weaving. Yeah, yep, that's it. That's it. Ready? Yeah. Was it? No, not Ready or Not. Maybe it was Ready yeah, or Not. Yeah, it was Ready or Not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie, by yes, the way. Yes, that's, that's a good one as well. Does he talk? He does, but he kind of has to because he's the lead of, lead the, of the film. And he spends 90% of the movie, 95% of the movie with his human face. Mm. At the end of the movie, he gets the cyber helmet with the visor. So does he get his tongue cut out? He does not. Ah, he just doesn't talk. He once he's in the ninja suit, he, you know, doesn't talk he much. He becomes the quiet man. Kind of. Yeah. Like I said, it's fine. So, they mentioned the, the two masters that trained him, the hard master and the blind master. Mm. And that's cool. I mean, when you sit there talking about like Storm Shadows kind of like oust, ousting of the clan. Mm-hmm. All I could think ninja of, clan, the ninja clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes me think of like that really awful like post credit scene from Green Lantern where Sinestro was kind of a good guy through like the movie and then for some reason he just gets the yellow ring. Yeah, this is almost exactly it. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. It is uh Storm Shadow or yeah, Storm Shadow takes or, um, like a or, a last uh, second turn at the very end of the film. Again, because he used a magical MacGuffin that his ninja clan has said or, that he is that they've never wanted want to use. Or like in uh, uh, Doctor Strange when they had um, Baron Odo or whatever his name oh, is. Oh yeah, Baron Mordo. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, where they just like I mean I'm 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 with you with you with you. I'm not exactly. That's it. Bye. That's pretty much it. And he pieces out, and then the Baroness recruits him while he's sitting on his um, special jet. Hmm. You know the one. You know the one. The action figure storage jet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and what I discovered after watching the film, do they this... actually say the say Cobra? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They they say Cobra. They say GI Joe. Uh, Jordan was with me when we went to, went to see the movie, and um, she burst out laughing when Samara Weaving was talking about. Yes, I work for this super high, sec- super secret um, paramilitary organization called the G.I. Joes because they tried to say it with a straight face <laughs> and you can't call them the G.I. Joes and say it with a straight yeah. face. It's too stupid of a name. I was, I was almost like waiting for like you to say like she screamed like 
Gojo or something. Yeah. Uh, Snake Eyes does say Gojo. Oh. No, he says Yojo. Oh. He says Yojo. Scarlet works for uh, Colonel Joe Colton, who was the original G.I. Joe. So so Bruce Willis from the last movie. Yeah, yeah. but he's but not it's, appearing it's in the film. It's not. <laughs> well, this has nothing to do with those previous films. Oh, thank God. Colonel, no. a Colonel, a Colonel not appearing in this film. Yeah. yeah. No, this is actually part of what I discovered. A Hasbro cinematic universe. Oh, boy. Not unlike the dark universe. Remember how that was a thing? I wonder if maybe this, because like Bumblebee is like a soft reboot. It has nothing to do with Transformers. This is a G. They have another G.I. Joe planned. Mm-hmm. They have a mask. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mobile armored strike command. Yeah. With the, the, the stupid helmets. With the stupid helmets. Micronauts. Micro. No. Yes. I was joking. Micro- oh my god. <laughs> Micronauts and Rom the Space Knight. Rom Space Knight? They want to do a Rom Space Knight. I'd be about that. As part of a shared cinematic universe. That's dumb as hell. Yeah. That's really dumb as And you're not going to. Mr. Gonna, Potato and, Head. And you're not going to bring in the Transformers? <laughs> the Transformers, from what I've read, now I, I could be wrong. They're too big. The dude. Transformers' rights are tied up with Platinum Dunes. They can't touch them. This is all Hasbro in-house cinema cinematic universes. This would be. This is like they'll slip them in with the Power like, Rangers. This is like the. Um, I mean, Power Rangers could potentially be. I part know of because this. Hasbro owns them now. Right. This is like okay. At the beginning of the Marvel Studio stuff, they didn't have the rights to Spider-Man, so they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Probably by the time they get to. Hasbro Infinity War. <laughs> this won't happen. No, we, we won't get there. No, we will. We will probably get another GI <laughs> Joe movie, and that will be it. Because this movie barely made enough money to be considered I'm t- not a flop. <laughs> Cobra Commando show up with a with a with a gray Walther uh, P thirty eight on his hip. Yeah. yeah, with a with a big scope on it, and then you know Frank Willard's voice will come out of it. I have always said that. If they were to reboot both G.I. Joe and Transformers, do them in the same universe. Like, do the comic. You, you start with a... No, I mean, I, I don't know if this is the comic, but start with a G.I. or with a Transformers movie. Make it as dumb as possible. Decepticons versus Autobots. Have them be their big, blocky cartoon, whatever. Some of the Decepticons, some of the Autobots get destroyed in the ensuing fight. post credit sequence, you see... Like, Flint... Flint or Duke. or someone from Cobra picking like going through scraps of downed transformers and that's how they get their they, tech. They're backwards engineering the tech. That's how they have a weather dominator and red lasers and blue lasers. <laughs> and like that's how you explain why the G.I. Joe are just normal army dudes that have soup like have cyber space lasers. space lasers and, and stuff. And like weird floaty ships. That yeah, fly around. Yeah, that's what I that's what I would do. But you know, we ain't gonna do that. But I mean, the closest thing we're gonna get is mask. Ugh, <laughs> the, not even the mask. The, the show everyone knows and loves and remembers. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you guys talk about something uh, for a sec. I'm looking up the uh, official names because I think there were there was like one or two more named characters. Oh, oh, you know what? Never mind. Here it is. I'm getting this information off of IMDb. So, the truthfulness is, you know, dubious, but this sounds plausible. I mean, most stuff is 
I mean, I'd like to assume that most stuff on IMDb is vetted. It's usually pretty vetted for the most part, unless it's the ones where it's very clear, like the actor is writing like <laughs> stuff on his own yeah. profile yeah. saying, you know, hyping himself up. But yes, it is. Uh, the movie is a reboot of the G.I. Joe property on film and intended to be part of a shared universe of features based on Hasbro properties with G.I. Joe colon ever vigilant visionaries. Knights of the Magical Light, Ooh. Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command, Rom Space Knight, and Micronauts. <laughs> I knew it. I knew there was one other one. And Visionaries. No one remembers Visionaries. I don't no. know what that is. No. Oh, uh, again, you guys talk for a second. I'm going to pull up pictures of the Visionaries action <laughs> figures. Well, I saw Suicide Squad literally yesterday. And of course, I'm not going to get too far into it. Yeah, it just came out. I'm the only one that's watched it yet, and I don't want to spoil it at all. But I will tell you that it was very, very good. Um, Very funny. I heard it doesn't connect to the first Suicide Squad like at all, other than like two, like three characters. Yeah, but that's all it really needs to do. Like they don't make any kind of mention or anything. Well, like like Harley makes it known that she knows who Captain Boomerang is. That's that's something. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I've really got not a whole lot of bad stuff to say. It's it's definitely worth seeing. Um, there's too many superheroes who are, I'm a guy who can shoot a gun good. Also, there's like a joke about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of lampshaded a little, but like they still did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've actually heard quite a few people um, compare this to a big budget trauma film. Yeah. It's like trauma light. It's like as close to a trauma film you can do it in a actual movie like a real movie yeah there's a lot of jokes like this person died a funny way which is not something you see a lot in mainstream movies yeah (laughs) it's uh super gory so uh, look out for that okay Um, well it's got king shark eating people i'm yeah i would assume um, I know. I'm just trying to, to not spoil it. Yeah, get the broadest strokes of this movie. <laughs> but yeah, too many gun shooting guys. That's like the most boring superhero archetype there is. It's just like I can shoot a gun well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Rick Flag and Bloodsport are like basically the same character, and Peacemaker would be the same too if he wasn't like nuts <laughs> so that makes him the better of the three gunmen because he's at least something yeah rick flag and Bloodsport are just like i'm a good guy down deep down inside and i also can shoot a gun well yeah but rick flag wasn't like he's not a criminal he was he's part of like waller's group he's just basically you know the babysitter <laughs> i mean it's or just think if they also put deadshot if will smith were had, in come this, back. had come back for this as well that would just be one more one more gun guy. One more gunman. It was kind of dumb of him not to. Yeah. Because it was a good movie. Would have been... I don't know if it would have been better because Idris Elba is good. Yeah. Um. Everybody was good in this movie and funny. Go see it. Okay. <laughs> like, I can't... Spo- it can't really get into it without spoiling it. You know, there's some wild uh, stuff happens that is fun and exciting and a good film. I'm just excited the fact they brought in Starro. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler because it's in the trailers. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of stuff that's in the trailers that would have been so much more funny had it not been spoiled. Oh, by really? Ah, uh, bummer. Uh, the bit about Harley Quinn like rescuing herself mm-hmm. would have been so funny had it not been had spoiled it not by the been trailer. Spoiled in the trailer. Darn. Also, Margot Robbie continues to be the 
Shining, the Shining Beacon. Yeah, Shining example of great Harley Quinn. (laughs) Her outfits weren't as fun and cool as they were in Birds of Prey, but she still is the the The, star of the show. The heart heart and soul of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad it's good. I pulled up pictures of the Visionaries. It was a Saturday morning cartoon and action figure line that you know. What? Okay, brand I can't... new technology, including you know holograms oh, like on those, their chest and and weapons. Those crappy green '90s holograms. Oh no, they weren't even that. Um, old Transformers toys had those. Like they had a decal, like on. Oh, and you rub them to see if they were a uh, Autobot or Decepticon. Yeah. Yeah, which, it's, if you knew it, you knew which one was an Autobot and which one was a Decepticon. That is the entire gimmick of this action figure line. You know what? These look really familiar. I remember seeing these. I don't. I didn't own any, but I remember seeing these. Rub it to find out your hero's gender and sexual orientation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so they're going to make a movie out of that. Ugh. Wow. It's not going to happen. They should make movies out of things people care about, know and care about, or just not make movies about old toys. Okay, what, sat- what 80s Saturday morning cartoon would you make uh, a live action, or toy line, would you make a... Uh, a- Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest is a good one. What's what, Johnny okay, Quest regular Johnny Quest or the real Johnny Quest? Either one. Yeah? Where they go into the cyberspace? The, yeah. the real Johnny Quest is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I liked both of them. I remember being excited for the real adventures of Johnny Quest just to come out. Like, I yeah. was a big Johnny Quest fan when I was a kid. Yeah. I liked, oh God, what was it? The uh, Centurions. The three guys with the uh, modular armors that they would call down from their space satellite piloted by an orangutan. <laughs> One guy was like that. had all like uh, water based stuff, and one hat was wet, like wet man. W- the, well, like he would get armors that would be like, oh, now he's turned himself into a torpedo kinda. And then there's a guy that is like a jet, but he can also be a helicopter. And okay, then that, that guy who's always does, like that does sound familiar. Yeah, that uh, does you, sound familiar. You know what? This one I'm going to I'll pull up, and you guys you'll you'll know what I'm talking about with this one. How about Mighty Max? Oh, Mighty Max is a good one. Hmm. Trying to think of something. I mean, I mean, if we're going strictly toys, Mighty Max. Yeah, those guys look familiar. Centurions. Oh, yeah. Power Extreme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. This is a Hanna-Barbera production, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I could tell just what it was. Oh, looked. yeah. You mean that really cheap flat animation <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. with no shading? It's just lines and color? Yep. <laughs> Gotta keep those prices down. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're so stupid looking. Okay. I remember seeing these toys. At Odd Lots, back yeah. when it was called Odd Lots, they look like oh, an yeah. Odd Lots toy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, um, Ronin Warriors. Yeah, I was gonna say Ronin Warriors, um, the Mystic Knights of Tear Nanog. Yeah. Oh, that's or, that's a Hasbro thing now. It was part of or, the Sa- Saban yeah. um, things that went to uh, Hasbro. God, what was that one? Was it called? I completely forgot it, that show existed. Was it until... called mm-hmm. King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table? King, with like, Ar- with King like Arthur the... and the Knights of Justice, you mean? You <laughs> like the the guy who was like a foot like football captain or whatever? And he it was, was not just a football captain. His entire football team was yeah. brought back in yeah. time by Merlin because uh, someone kidnapped Arthur and them. Uh, oh, Arthur and, wow. the, and the and the knights. Of the round, so like making that, but as like a a stoner comedy. Oh yeah, (laughs) I'd watch that. You put uh uh oh, 
the, the guys from 21 Drum Street. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lord Miller. Lord uh, Miller. Yeah. What, but I, even then, um, what's his name? Um, the actor. Jonah. No, the other no. one. The other one. The the meathead one. Oh, oh, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Oh, you make uh, Magic Mike's like dumb football man yeah. traveled back in time to, to be King Arthur to being King Arthur with his knights Sir Brick, yeah, <laughs> and Sir Jam, yeah. Oh man, Chunky Steve. <laughs> You mean Sir Chunky Steve? Sir Chunky Steve. He's the he's the guy that snaps the big uh, the big guy that snaps the ball. What is that position called? I don't know. You're asking the wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. crowd. <laughs> I don't know football. The big football. Guy. What's a football? The big guy that protects the court that stands behind the corner in front of the quarterback and protects him he's, from the other guys. Yeah, he stands behind the quarterback yeah, and yeah. protects him. <laughs> I mean, in front of the quarterback. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I mean, offensive line. Cent- center? Maybe a center, yeah, something like that. Is that basketball? I don't know. This isn't a sports show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, we can't write this movie. We already blew it. <laughs> like a year or two ago, a car company in Europe did a commercial. I've seen this. You know exactly what I'm going, I know, right? Yeah. Where they flat out did the old Dungeons & Dragons cartoon from the 80s. <laughs> like, and it looks right Everyone looks like what they're supposed to look like. It was like. a French Honda commercial. Hyundai commercial. Was it French? It was French. I mean, you wouldn't know because they don't actually say anything. Yeah, they it. do. It's well, I mean, there's a voiceover talking about buy buy this car. It's a neat well, car. no, uh, the dungeon master says something right at the well, end. I guess dungeon master. Yeah, but it's it was done by a French company. Yeah, and then like Avengers yelling stuff as he's flying around, and then Tiamat shows up. Yeah, but the the kids get rescued by a Hyundai. And brought and back from Dungeons and Dragons world <laughs> to the to the the carnival that they got sent to the Dungeons and Dragons world in, in the cartoon, coaster, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that dumb cartoon. I love it's that stupid show. I love it that stupid cartoon. Show. Whoever was the dungeon master for that show was like real mean because they had to fight Tiamat in their <laughs> first campaign. Yeah, like, that's. I mean, that's not right. She's the goddess of dragons. Yeah. It's not fair. I, I feel like making a Dungeons and Dragons movie without it being without part of the story conceit being, you know, that people are playing this as a game is not true to the the brand. <laughs> well, we're well, going to find you, out do you because remember? they're working on. One. Yeah, I know. Yeah, is that how they do? Are they doing it with fourth wall stuff? I don't know. We don't I know. I don't know. I, I think that's the only way you well, can do, do it. You remember, right? Do you remember that uh, that first Dungeons and Dragons movie it had the Wayne's brother in it? Vaguely, it's bad. It's terrible. It is an absolutely garbage pile of a movie. Do they? But break Jeremy the Irons f- was having a heck oh, of a yeah. time being a bad oh guy. yeah. Do they break the fourth wall or they no? Mm, yeah, it's a generic fantasy movie. Yeah. That's garbage. That's why you have to like make it known that these are people playing a game because like, it's just. Generic I'll tell you, I'll tell you some movie. of the best. Like you make it like the the new Jumanji movies with The Rock, the yeah. one where they go in, they go inside the, the video game, game. exactly. Yeah, the game yeah, yeah. Um. There was um, these college films like back in the early 2000s called The Gamers, and there's like two others, and those have a lot of fourth wall breaks that are hilarious. Like, let the audience know that the real world problems that some of these people have and how they reflect into their characters in the game. That would be funny and and a good story. (laughs) Okay, so according to, again, IMDb for the Dungeons and Dragons movie, (laughs) 
It is a reboot. It is set in Forgotten Realms. You figures that's the that's the current. Well, I mean, it's always kind of been the bread and butter of D and D, but it's their hot big spot right now. The tone is similar to Guardians of the Galaxy. That doesn't sound right, but okay. And it stars Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez of the Fast and the Furious fame. Hmm. Chris Pine, I'm sure, could be fine, but I guess it really depends on what they're doing. Because if they're trying to do like a Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like that's what those people say now for like kind of action comedy like action ensemble comedy. films yeah. in the 80s they would have said this is a this is like a um a Beverly Hills cop yeah because that's an action comedy kinda. yeah well, that's the thing like when you say Guardians of the Galaxy I, automatically you're assuming it's an ensemble film which in Dungeons and Dragons it should be an ensemble film yeah. because you have your party but it makes me wonder what they're going to do like are you making a movie set in Forgotten Realms or are you pulling something directly from the Forgotten Realms like you know, like one of the Drist books, like yeah, you know, yeah. like Ice, are, like the Icewind Dale trilogy. Are you Salvatore? Yeah, you know, are we going to see live action Drist, Brunar? Um, oh man, Hugh Grant's in this. Caterbury and freaking um, Wolfgar. Uh, Dralus? Is that the name you said? Drist. No. Drist. 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 Okay. D r i z z t. Okay, because there's a guy named D r a l a s. Dralus. <sighs> there are so many generic fantasy names. It's it's hard to put all the thing together. Who knows? And all, like all the popular Dungeons and Dragons podcasts are kind of like winky, wink, wink, nod, nod. We know that this is a game that we're playing. So like, and you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. So I do mean, that with the movie. I mean, you got uh, God, what was uh, Justin Roiland's one? Um, uh, Harmon Dan Quest. Harmon, yeah, Harmon, Harmon Quest. Quest. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that was good. That was a good show. Harmon I like the fine. I like the little animated bits in the middle. Yeah, those are fun. Um. Yeah. Harmon Quest, Critical Role, all that stuff. The, the Adventure Zone. 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 Yeah. The new. Uh. The new series of adventures then started not too long. I've listened to the first actual one. They did one beforehand where they like play a game that builds the world and it's really dry and boring. So I skipped it. <laughs> but the <laughs> the one where they actually start playing the game is pretty good. It's an interesting concept for a world. Like mm. it. It's in a kind of post-apocalypse world where a giant magical ocean, poison ocean, has taken over everything, so everything's underwater. Oh, like that's underwater cool. cities and stuff. Oh, nice. So that it's an interesting concept. Um, Is it back to Griffin uh, DMing? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good, because I <laughs> was not a fan of Travis. A lot of people were not. DMing, <laughs> yeah. He kind of, if the first series was like a like a interactive like uh cooperative storytelling travis's is like um taking us like a choose your own adventure on rails basically <laughs> the travis show yeah yeah jordan was telling me again she was she's been listening to a lot of it because she wants to get more into D yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was telling me more about it apparently there's a whole section where the uh uh players um like it's, it's like a vague Harry Potter-esque kind of like yeah. setting or whatever. Mm. And the the main like conflict, this big army was going to come and like, you know, take over or whatever. And the guys came up with a very creative way to get around it without having to fight anything. And Travis went ahead and did the big army thing anyway, because that's how his he wrote his story. And that was <laughs> the story he was going to tell mm. come hell or high water. And yeah. that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know what else sucks? Looking at these 
Centurions. <laughs> Centurions. Those toys were tight, though. <laughs> kidding? Those things are great. Hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our job seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back. We just watched about two hours worth of Centurion's cartoons. <laughs> and now that we're... And I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into some news. Professor. We were talking about old cartoons before. There we go. We got to have some oh, screaming. By the way, uh, I saw the X-Jet Transformer at a GameStop in Columbus. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. I think it's dumb. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it has the powers of all the X-Men and looks kind of like Cyclops. Uh, the worst X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's least favorite X-Men. Go away, Scott. Uh, it's not even that he's bad. It's just that he's lame. <laughs> Remember when he was a bad guy? You mean all the times? <laughs> He's a reverse LASIK machine. <laughs> <laughs> An eye laser that makes your sight worse? Yeah. Well, instead of the lasers going in the eyes, the, the lasers come, come out, out of the, the eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And probably make your sight worse. Yep. Doesn't burn your eyeballs up. <laughs> uh, no, it wouldn't burn. Just force them out because uh, they're technically... Oh force beams yeah they're not hot not, they're not oh, hot they're, it's like being punched with his eyes <laughs> it's his it's his giant red punch vision <laughs> i mean they do say it's concussive force it's not like yeah. burning force yeah uh, that, in fact that's what uh, uh gail simone on twitter the comic writer gail simone she likes to troll people sometimes she gets bored and just says dumb stuff <laughs> and she one of the ones she constantly goes back to is uh Cyclops's heat vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, it's like she just wants to get the neck beards all wrought oh, yeah, up. That's, exactly that's, what that's she's all doing. it is. She gets yeah. It's it's like t it's two a.m. and she's bored. She's just gonna start typing yeah. dumb stuff. Well, and just just waiting for the well, actually, yeah. Like after the He Man controversy that hit recently, uh, she's controversy. like, "Who's her man? <laughs> Who's Herman?" <laughs> <laughs> And he's a monster. Yeah, why is everybody so mad about Herman and Lula? <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, a treat. If you, she's, if you, she's you great. should follow her on Twitter if you don't. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's very fun to, to follow. Uh, talks a lot about bears. <laughs> it swears up and down that she is not a bear typing <laughs> behind a keyboard. I mean, I've never seen her, so well, I mean... Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some news. We have a whole list of stuff. Well, where do we want to start? Uh, there was a teaser for Stranger Things season four, and uh, there might have been some new footage in there. I don't know. I mean, know. It, it, it's, it's really <laughs> generous to call it a teaser. I, I think basically they're announcing a delay without saying that it's been delayed. Yeah. Because it's not coming out till 2022 now. Yep. I mean, we didn't know when before, but I would have assumed it was sooner than that. Yeah. I mean, there was like maybe like 
a couple shots of new footage and then a lot of like recaps from previous seasons and a spooky clock. It was nothing. It was literally it was, nothing. It was nothing. It was a minute of nothing. They're getting to the point where it's almost been so long that people are going to lose interest. Yeah, if they haven't already. Yeah. To be fair, though, Venture Brothers would take years. That's true. But Venture Brothers never had the fan base yeah. that Stranger Things... Venture no, Brothers. Never. They never had that. Venture Brothers isn't like super mainstream entertainment. Yeah. That's in that's fact us. it is it is almost the definition of niche entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Because by the time that show ended, there was like episode entire episodes would run all, solely off of in jokes. <laughs> and needing to know years worth of continuity. Such um, a good show though. It's so great. <laughs> I'm hoping they can come back and make those a couple of movies they want to do so they can wrap up the series. Cap it off. Yeah. yeah. So along with that trailer, there's also a trailer for the comic book uh, adaptation, Why the Last Man. Now, this actually looks like something. The letter Y, the last man. Not, yeah. It's not a question. Why the last man? <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess that would be also the question, the question that everyone in that cast is asking. <laughs> Why is this the last man? Yeah. Why the last man? Why the last man? <laughs> so the comic Why the Last Man is about a guy named Yurik and his pet monkey. It's and French, isn't it? No, it's, no? it's American. Oh, why do you um, think it was French? No, I don't know. We'll cut but, that out. <laughs> but anyway, he, um, so there's, um, long story short, there is a virus that, a global virus that only affects uh, people with um, a Y chromosome. Y chromosomes. So all the men on Earth die except for this one guy. And uh, it is it takes place like immediately after. So it's like a world cataclysmic kind of thing. And uh, people, different factions are trying to get a hold of Yurik for various reasons. Some want to figure out, OK, try to create an antidote for the virus using his blood cells. Others, you know, want to use Yurik for certain reasons because he is the only guy left others want to kill him off because they kind of like that there are no men left on earth a reasonable position <laughs> uh, yeah so it and it's kind of uh post-apocalyptic like immediate post-apocalyptic kind of story i feel like they they went a little too far they did post-apocalypse the the comic well the, the comic takes place like a year or two after the cataclysm this takes looks as though it takes place like days after the 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 big cataclysm and it looks like the walking dead and it does they they went too hard too fast with it and what could have been like okay so this is a society completely run by women some things are working some things aren't because they went too hard too fast it looks like oh no the men are gone we don't know how to fix anything how work machine yeah and that's i don't <laughs> and that's definitely not the it's not a good look it's it's not the message that they wanted that they portrayed in the comic and it's i don't think it's the message they wanted to portray in the in this trailer but it it kind of and, and the show won't be that way. And the I'm show sure. won't be this way. But the trailer made it look an awful lot like, oh no, who's going to fix our flat tires and yeah. and and at least, until the fields? At least no one will leave the toilet seat up. Uh, 
But yeah. Yeah. women be like this and men be the other way. Oh, that's that's just <laughs> you know you got that you got late eighties or I mean you got stand up all the way up to like you know the two thousands. Yeah, the mid nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's not what the show is going to be. I'm assuming. I it's, I ho- would hope not. They didn't do a good job showcasing it. Yeah, I still want to see the show, but yeah, they the trailer did, maybe did not do the best job portraying what they are going for. Yeah, because like Walking Dead is the way it is because the zombies are a continuous threat that doesn't stop. Yeah, once all the men are gone, they're gone, and you can well, do it's, something it's about not, it. It's not just men; it's all mammals with a Y chromosome. Oh yeah, all mammals. So yeah, so I guess that would be kind yeah. of a problem. I mean, it's a huge population hit and would yeah. have would have long reaching effects, but I don't think it would be the Walking Dead. Yeah, I agree. But hey, Diane Lane's gonna is the uh, president of the United States, what's left of the United States in this. I mean, and I just, she's, she's a great actress. I mean, I just read the quick synopsis on Wikipedia on the comic and stuff. And it's like, like his mom is a Congresswoman and stuff like that. And he's an escape artist. So that's like his thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see some of that probably. And then his monkey ampersand ampersand. That's it. That's <laughs> a good name for uh, yeah. a monkey. Mm hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all we have to say about. They uh, really Ryan didn't show thing. much, it, other than it didn't. Yeah, other than bunch of men just keel over and die. Some planes crash. Some cars crash. The president just starts puking blood everywhere. Yeah, that was almost like a comedy shot. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, which I don't think it, again. I don't think that's what they were going for. But <laughs> uh, all uh, right, South Park's never gonna end. Yeah, that is a thing. That's yeah. <laughs> So South Park got not was it ninety million or nine hundred nine hundred million yeah by nine, Viacom nine hundred million dollars to make what six more seasons six move six seasons and twelve fourteen fourteen movies. fourteen movies of As South in Park made for TV movies not yeah. I'm assuming they're going to be made for yeah four. not not theatrical releases yeah uh, I think I feel like they had their one shot at that. Um, and they did a pretty good. Did, job. Yeah, no, I like yeah. I like the South Park for movie. the time. I like I, I like the the bigger batter uncut whatever it was called. Yeah, um, but also, um, you know, they have put out a couple specials, and I'm assuming that's going to probably just be a bunch of that. More than likely, that's an awful lot of money and an awful lot of South Park. A it, show that already feels like it's it's been of, going on forever. Yeah, it feels like it's on its last legs already. Look, I I. I've always been a big fan of Matt and Trey. Yeah. But South Park has been, it feels like it's a loss. Let them, let them rest. Yeah. Well, like they, they still want to be the edgy show that they were in the nineties, but they're also like older, older and they're aware that of the, some of the stuff that's crappy about that. Yeah. But they refuse to change. So they're just like kind of, treading water in this weird like miasma of like well we s- don't know what to do now <laughs> like uh, the term is actually arrested development yeah. <laughs> because you're just stuck you don't you never grow you never change you, you're just stuck for one i mean reason i feel or like if they actually did cha- change anything people would hate their show yeah that too like they're they're stuck in in this space between Letting the show grow up a little mm-hmm. and wanting to be the edgiest show on TV, like they. But it's hard the being 90s. the edgiest show on TV anymore because back in the day they were like the adult cartoon. Yeah, and now there's you know 
edgy adult cartoons everywhere. They they broke all of the taboos. There, yeah. There's nothing left. Also, <laughs> with the advent of streaming, uh, you can get away with more on a streaming network than you can on uh, like a terrestrial station or yeah. a Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. And they're still going to be on Comedy Central. So, so they're already fighting with one hand behind their back because they, by definition, cannot do some of the things that not saying BoJack Horseman would do stuff that is more extreme, but if they wanted to do something that is incredibly extreme on something like a BoJack I mean, Horseman, that is a Netflix-only well, show. Well, it's not Netflix-only anymore. Now it's in syndication on... But you know what I mean. Yeah, it, yeah. Like yeah. a show that is exclusively on a streaming that doesn't service have that doesn't to have to kowtow to tel- FCC. television FCC stuff. And they I'm, syndicated South Park, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well... What's like, uh, I feel like Rick and Morty can get away with half the stuff they do because they're on Adult Swim, like they're late night kind of thing. But like, even that, like they, they, you know, they, they push stuff and I feel like Rick and Morty's feeling long of the tooth as well. Oh yeah. No. I mean, I haven't watched any of the new season. I, I've almost caught all the way up with it and there's been about two or three good ones and then the rest of them are trash. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I, di- I just feel like in a sea of edgy adult cartoons, I mean, there's really no room anymore. Like, like South Park was like, you know, the pioneer for it. It's kind of sad that, you know, I mean, I know Trey and Matt have done, they've done other stuff. They, they did. Um, they're close. They're close to EGOT. Status. Yeah, they they are. <laughs> they're dangerously close I to EGOT. I was thinking about because, that the other day, and like they're like a Grammy away. From yeah, an and Oscar. I'm sure they're going to try for it. What's EGOT? Um, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, they have the Emmy. They have the Tony. Yeah, they have a Tony. How are they get a Tony? Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Oh, I didn't know that was them. That's them. Oh. I'm assuming that one a Tony. I'm, I think I think it did. If it didn't, that's a shame. Yeah, but I think it did. Yeah, um, I mean, I know they've done other stuff like Book of Mormon. They've done, you know, the various other things. But basketball. <laughs> hey, I wish they could basketball be f- was great. I wish they could be free to make movies again because yeah, I like. Oh, but as long as movies. they're they're tied to South Park, they're not going to be able to do other stuff. And if you've watched that, what is it? Five days to air. Yeah, that's a grueling production cycle on South Park. Like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't like stepped away, like Matt Groening and. Uh, they wouldn't. I don't think. Well, Matt Stone might. I don't think Trey would. Yeah, they're very hands on. Hands on. With but their, also, they do the voices. They're don't like ninety percent of the voices yeah. as well. Yeah. So they're kind of stuck, like you know. Um, Seth MacFarlane. There we go. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Although Seth MacFarlane, from what I understand, he rolls in once a week to to record his Brian and Stewie and Peter and Quagmire. He's a lot of uh, Herman like, and greased up deaf guy. I feel like he's half of them. And Seth Green's the other Seth half. Seth Green's, yeah. And then everyone else does one voice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, South Park is never going to end. And the adult animation... Uh, well. is is it's, been, it's in a bad place right now, it feels kinda like. Kind of is, yeah. We need like the one really good show to pull it back out again. The, we what? need another BoJack Horseman to pull us out of this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like it's hard because most of like the new adult cartoons come out. They're mostly just gross to be gross. Yeah, and they look ugly because nobody wants to take a chance on a show that doesn't look the same as Family Guy. 
I mean, let's see. Yeah. Here. You know, you got, you know, uh, Paradise PD is real super ugly. It looks like Family Guy. Yeah. And then you got... Um, Even that Duncanville that's on Fox, it's actually pretty good, but it just looks like Family Guy visually. Uh, HBO Max <laughs> just had one come out called... Yeah, the uh, Prince. The Prince, which basically looks like Family Guy with the British Royals. Oh. Um, I'll bet there's <clears throat> at least like eight teeth jokes per episode. Oh, God. You guys, well, you guys are way more dialed into this than I am. I, you just rattle off like a bunch of stuff. I, 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 the last like adult oriented cartoon that I saw, it was a, they put up as an ad on YouTube, the full first episode of that one by the, um, uh, Bob's burgers guys about the, the family living up in, uh, Oh, the the great great North, North. the great North with, uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that gets a lot better. Is it starts a little rough? Okay, but... because that first episode was horrible. Yeah. I I sat through that entire thing, and not even Alanis Morissette could could bring that first episode back. <laughs> That's the thing with like Bob's Burgers. Like, yeah, it's an adult cartoon, but it's not like like you could say it's like enjoyable to watch, but it doesn't feel like it's not dirty. Modern Simpsons is what Bob's Burgers yeah, is. Because... Yeah, I would, I would let my kids watch Bob's Burgers. If yeah. I had oh kids. yeah. There's some legitimately good writing in that. <laughs> yeah. And they're a good family that like cares about each other, even though they're weird. Like, it, it's, yeah, but everyone, everyone in their world is weird. That's true. <laughs> I mean, come on, their their landlord looks like a Bond villain. It's yeah, true. Kind of acts like a Bond villain. <laughs> oh, hey, so let's do a couple of quick hits here. Um, we should probably talk about this Star Wars hotel thing. Oh, yeah. that was just announced. So we actually got some insider ish information from. Um, a uh, friend of the show and past uh, guest host BJ from the Teach a Dummy podcast. His uh, wife Hannah is a um, a travel agent, and she kind of gave us some information on this new uh, Disney La- Disney World uh, Star Wars attraction hotel experience. Yeah, hotel storytelling ex- experience. Star LARP in the Star Wars land for two days, basically. <laughs> LARP where you sleep in a in a room. Yeah. yeah so, um, so she, yeah, they kind of gave us some information on this, and we're going to be and I, you know, I appreciate them, you know, giving us the information. So we're going to kind of relay some of this. So this hotel thing sounds pretty neat. It's it's a it's a three day two night experience where you basically play out a story, kinda. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hotel done up like you're on a spaceship, so you it won't feel like you're in a hotel. Like you're not like hanging out like in a Hilton or yeah, yeah. You don't see the outside because the outside is space. The the windows will be of fake space. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna look it's gonna look like the backdrops of Star Trek. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but like there are I guess like. Uh, costumed balls and stuff like that where you can dress and up and characters Star Wars. wandering around there's everyone is in character so any person i mean you talk to is i mean like, it's disney any any one yeah, of their cast members yeah. are really strict on that kind of stuff and you're, you're guaranteed so many like story events that play out different ways depending on choices you make while you're staying in this hotel Yep, you could you can take like a uh, like a lightsaber training course and stuff like that, and then uh, one of the one of the days you can go to the Star Wars Galaxies uh, on Galaxy's their, Edge, Galaxy's yeah, Edge you on go their Batu. Batu, yes. It sounds like a Disney cruise, except you never leave. It's funny you mention that land. because it's the cost of a Disney cruise, yeah. even though you are always on land. Uh, it is roughly 
between five and six thousand dollars for a three day, two night stay experience in, in Star Wars land. I mean, there's. But this is for like a family of four, though. So yeah, like they like uh, she said, the uh, the rooms hold like five to six adults, something like that. Yeah, um, the cabins, and there's only a hundred cabins, so it's really, really um, exclusive. Exclusive, yes. <laughs> I mean, the price tag alone kind of really very the exclusivity of it. Very expensive. It's a cool thing that I will never experience. Yeah, I'll tell I've, you that. I've accepted the fact that this is something I will never do. I mean, that's three months worth of, yeah. of paychecks for me. Like, like I would never. Like, I mean, never yeah, we have friends it. and all, but I'm not sure I'd want to stay with that many friends to split the cost. Josh, of are room. you saying you don't want to go to space with Nerd Overload? I'd go to space with Nerd Overload, but I want to go to real space. Oh, fair. <laughs> well, we're not Bezos level. Yeah. <laughs> we're more likely to do the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We go to fake space. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to get our, 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 our ticket. That uh, Aston Kutcher sold. But uh, thanks to BJ and Hannah at MVP Travel. Travel, yeah. They, yeah. For, for, for giving, this, giving us the, the information. This, yeah. The yeah. down low mm-hmm. on the, uh, the... The insider info. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So some of the other stuff. Um, there's some Street Fighter V uh, news. We'll go through very... Well, I mean, there's... Street Fighter in, yeah, I guess Street, Street Fighter news in general. In general, yeah, Capcom had a uh, Capcom fighting division. They had a a live stream. They've been doing like these developer live streams the last couple of months, um, talking about new characters because they're into the final couple, the final life cycle of Street Fighter Five before they start gearing up to produce Street Fighter Six or Street Fighter Five. No, the, fast strike. This is tournament this is edition. it. No, they're actually <laughs> they on term, did that. They're <laughs> on term, tournament edition. Uh, this is uh, this last the DLC. new challengers. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but no, this is the last bit for Street Fighter Five before they do an actual Street Fighter Six. Yeah, before they they do a full overhaul. God, how many Street Fighter Twos did they do? Like four or five of them. Six uh, of them? Let's see. Hyper fighting. Uh, hyper fighting. Um, turbo. New challengers. Super Turbo. Uh, if you want to count Rainbow Edition, uh, which was a uh, technically a ROM, a Chinese ROM hack <laughs> that allowed you to transform between characters depending on what button presses you I, play. I don't think that counts. Okay, <laughs> some people count it. You could throw like seven fireballs in a row. I mean, I feel like in this world of DLCs and stuff, it kind of removes the need to put out a new arcade cabinet You'd every think couple that. of months. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I mean, yes. You think. But Capcom will still do it. <laughs> yeah. So it's tradition at that point. Yeah. But anyway, the last character that they've announced is a new character named Luke. This is a, t- a entirely new character to the franchise. Uh, looks like he is kind of a. Um, uh, MMA style, kind yeah, of more boxing oriented, but definitely kind of MMA style. I mean, yeah, he throws some kicks, some punches. He wears some like you know, athletic bi- bicycle shorts. Almost or like a muay, almost looks a little bit like a uh, Sagat, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. except not Mu- more, Muay Thai. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not traditional like Thai boxing. Right, and, he's a white guy. Yeah, well that yeah, and um, the way they. Um, announced the character they all but confirmed that he is part of the street fighter 6 cast and maybe the actual main character of street fighter 6 because they're like okay this is this guy is the future of street fighter he'll be the new ryu yeah and there have been some interesting theories as to how this character ties into the grander street fighter universe because there is believe it or not a giant 
Street Fighter universe that encompasses not just Street Fighter, but a whole host of other Capcom games. Almost every Capcom fighting game fits in here in one way or another. Uh, fighting games, uh, platformers. Um, so... Uh, Final Fight. Final Fight is a big one. A lot of Final Fight characters have made it over air. One of the characters in Street Fighter V, Zeku, is a martial artist who, in his story mode, uh, basically uh, goes about starting the ninja clan that becomes Strider, <laughs> the game Strider. One of his old costumes is uh, a non-cyber version of a Strider. Strider Hero. Yeah. So that ties that in. What are some of the other ones? Oh, I guess uh, WMAC uh, Slam Masters is yeah. part of it. Because, yeah. Well, because uh, Mike Hagar from uh, Final Fight is a wrestler in that game. And also the character Gunlock is uh, Guile's brother because they both have blonde flat tops. But, but even speaking, though, even speaking though, of Guile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming to the Fortnites. That's right. That's the other thing with this. Yeah. Guile and Cammy are coming to Fortnite. And, and Guile his costume looks, looks like trash. He looks dumb. <laughs> he, like. They took like the 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 base model for all the male skins for Fortnite because they're all skinny guys. They're not all super buff boys like Guile's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And he just looks weird. He looks like a guy wearing a bad Guile cosplay. He, he looks like Frank West from uh, Dead Rising. Dead Rising with a Guile wig on. Oh, it's very which bad. Is probably something you can do in one of the Dead Rising. Games. I mean, I remember the Mega Man costume. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, Cammy looks good. Cammy's Cammy the other looks, skin. Yeah, Cammy looks great. Uh, but back to this, uh, the Luke from uh, the final, the final character from Street Fighter Five. Uh, the theory: there have been two prevalent theories of how this guy ties in. He is either um, not actually going to be named Luke. He is actually Ken's son, Mel, because uh, throughout the entire series, the, the series has like a chronology to it, like a whole story to it. He uh, he has a young son that grows up to become a fighter, basically. Of course. And the other one is um, based on some of his movements, based on his look, and based on some of the things he says in his cinematic trailer, he could be the basis for the character Captain Commando, which was a Capcom um, beat-em-up. Um, like... Um, belt scroll and beat belt, up. Yeah. Got a bunch of weird characters in it. Yeah, which that game takes place in the future of Metro City, which is... The city from Final Fight. The city from <laughs> Final Fight. Who? Yeah. <laughs> it all comes back. It all comes back, yes. Absolutely. Six seasons in a movie. I wish. <laughs> Since we talked about theme parks for a little bit, yeah. do we want to hit the Super Nintendo World, yeah, the Nintendo theme park? We'll have to make this the last thing, but yeah, let's talk about it real quick. having a... Uh, a rumored Donkey Kong expansion. I say rumored, but it's all but guaranteed at this point. We've seen sketches and all kinds of stuff. Nice. Um, but somebody searched through patents and discovered the the ride in Donkey Kong Land is going to be a minecart ride, like the ones from Donkey Kong, but in an interesting way. The cart itself itself runs on it like a fake track, and there's an arm on the side of the minecart that goes down to the actual track underneath oh. so it can do like the wild jumps, jumps. Oh, like Mario wow. like not Mario like Donkey Kong minecart levels do it'll feel like you're flying off the track oh man in actuality you're you're still to connected a hidden track below the actual track. that is fascinating I hope it makes that really like clank clong noise yeah 
Oh man, that's that sounds amazing and also terrifying because <laughs> I historically do not do well with roller coasters. I love roller coasters, and this sounds like a really, really cool one. I mean, and I'm a big Donkey Kong boy, so it's like, oh man. Oh, I would try it, but I would I would just be screaming from the time <laughs> I sit down to the time the thing ends, just nonstop. And there's this up a hill, down a hill, <laughs> just constant <laughs> terrified screaming. <laughs> There's a sketch going on of the little land that's an offshoot of the Mario land. Like, you go through an arch, a red and yellow arch, and suddenly you're in Donkey Kong Country. Oh, that is so cool. Looks a lot like uh, Tropical Freeze-style Donkey oh, Kong. Oh, okay. And there's some sort of, like, meet-and-greet animatronics for uh, Rambi the Rhino. Oh! And the elephant from Donkey Kong 3 that you can see in the picture, like... Really? And they recently patented some new like meet and greet animatronic technology. Oh, that's fascinating! And they're saying that maybe this is what they're using for those huh. Rambi. So kind of like, uh, so kind of like the donkey in that one Shrek attraction at that one part, where he kind of talks to you like in a booth. Yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if Rambi talks. I would. I've never known any of the animal yeah. companions to talk. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't know. But it'd be neat to like see him. Like oh, that's God's cool. Squitter would be terrifying. <laughs> Giant spider <laughs> with, with, with tennis shoes. <laughs> it'd be. I'd like to. see I mean, see he's how my favorite. He's like one of my favorite animal companions because he's the most useful. But man, <laughs> I'd like to see how they do the walk around Donkey Kong mascot. Like, will he be like Knuckle Dragon uh, Giant Ape? They'll or, see. They'll get a uh, um, Andy Circus yeah. to come in and motion yeah, cap. Yeah, get pro. Get pro. Pro. Pro ape. Andy Circus, yeah. Because they have you seen the little the toad mascot costumes they I have in New Super? They're hilarious looking. Oh, because they don't have legs and they got the little sub arms <laughs> and they just kind of like bob and dance around and it's like that it's, sounds it's, like um, the Pokemon mascot costumes that the, run around yeah. Japan. Yeah, the, Pikachu, the Pikachu and the Eevees. It's yeah, a, it's adorable and it a hundred percent matches like the toad look. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. But uh, one day we'll get yeah, one day we'll get this in America. Apparently, like uh, Japan's probably getting it like sometime next year. They've already started building it mm. in America. We will get this along with the Mario. So it's place. so we'll just get both of them at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. Um, because that's weird. Because you know the Super Nintendo World at Japan is, I mean, it looks amazing, but like size wise, it doesn't look very big at all. No, it's not. Like, so I'm, I'm really wondering what what they're really going to do with this. I still want an F-Zero ride, but anyway. No, I don't know. Nintendo would have to to uh, recognize the existence of F-Zero. Outside of Captain Fal- Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, um, with that, I think we have hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com with your questions, comments, guesses for what the next new Super Nintendo World ride will be. (laughs) And you can also give us a call at 586-372-8020. Leave a message on our voicemail and we might play it on the show. (laughs) You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out.